I feel like our guest today probably danced to this song. Oh, I'm or chaperoned a few dances that oh, had this or song. That's playing. exactly right. <laughs> yeah, he probably knows this. He probably starred in the movie. Could have been a, a yeah, background, a background yeah. dancer. Oh, yeah. definitely. Oh, I can see him. Yep, shaking a leg to this. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, welcome back to another episode of Coaching Caffeine and Comedy. I'm your host Haley Kobza, and I'm Lena. Um, first and foremost, thank you to all of our sponsors, Wild Ass Soap Company. You know. And the wonderful Jolton Joes. Oh, yes. Gotta yeah. love some Jolton Joes. You gotta lo- Especially now it's going to start getting cool. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone that- likes a good sh- hot cup of coffee. Well, some of us drink coffee and some of us drink sh- sugar. Yeah. Well, I drink Lots. coffee. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. I sh- sugar and cream and it, milk. And just and almond yeah. milk. Almond yeah. milk. Let's yeah. be real for the yeah. gut. And of course, El Porto. So huge thank you to them. Because they love us and we love them. Yeah. yeah. Today's going to be a great episode. You know, we had this little hiccup because our lives got a little nutty. Yeah. Okay. We were back and now mm-hmm. we get to have a legend. Yeah. And everybody's always like, when are you going to get this guy on there? Yeah. Yeah. Like, and you know, he's, yeah, this he's, is going to be fun. Yeah. I'm like, this is great. This is great. When I asked him though, he was like, oh, well, I don't I don't know. Well, you're kind of asking a lot from him lately. So I I feel like he should be able to say no every now and then. Yeah, but he hasn't yet. So this is a, this is good. So I can't wait. (sighs) Now I know the next thing I ask, it's going to be 50, 50. You think so? I don't know what I'm going to ask him next. So, but now I'm a little nervous. Okay. Well, how have you been? Good. How have you been? Good. Good. Yeah. Yeah. This is a great day. It is a great day. Two weeks in a row. We've had a podcast. Oh my gosh. It's like life is moving up. I know we know what we're doing with our lives. Yes. All right. So let's, let's welcome this guest in studio. Let's do this. Okay. I'll let you introduce him. No, I really feel like you should because. Okay. Okay. Fine. Yeah. You All do. Right. Are you ready for this? I guess. Okay. We'll, we'll find out. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the land, the man, the myth, the legend himself from Southwest Nebraska, Dennis Traster. How's nice it going? Here. Nice to be here. Nice to be here. Nice to, I, I so think. fun. Yeah. Yes, we'll think. see how things go here. We'll, we'll ask him again halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> so, he'll he'll be like, um, so listen, we always do a warm up. And this is when people get a little nervous and then they're like, maybe they don't want to do this, but I think you're going to be fine. You're going to be really good at this. Well, sure. So Lena's going to explain the drill. We are going to give you, should we give him 45 seconds or are we going to stick to 30? Let's do 45. 45. Because it's been a while and we need that warm up too. We we probably need the time to figure Mm -hmm. it out. We're going to give you a letter and in 45 seconds, you have to come up with as many words as you can that start with that letter. And it cannot be a person's name. Or, you know, like the name of a city or anything like cannot be a name. Okay. Okay. See? Easy. You good? I guess. You we'll got see. the time? We'll okay. See. Got it. It's the letter is T. T? Mm-hmm. Tom. Oh, it can't be a name. You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it can't be, can't be somebody's name. <laughs> Terrific. Oh, oh, good. Trauma. Oh, volleyball. <laughs> right there. <laughs> Theatrical. Jeez. Uh, troubling. Mm-hmm. Tense, mm. uh, tough. These are great words. Yeah. Terrific. Tendency. Oh. Um, you know, I'm getting old, you know, so. Yeah, 10 seconds uh, left. 10 One more. 10 seconds left. Thrilling. Wow. These are good words. Yeah. Wow. Nice job. Time's up. I had turtle. That was, was it. And you had these really advanced. I had, I had tater tot. Were you an English so, teacher? Yeah, that's, I literally. A long ways from it. Yeah, so, yeah, what was, did you teach when you yeah. coached? Yeah, I was elementary, high school PE. Okay. Oh, that's you weren't, my dream. You weren't the normal history teacher. No, I, I was going to, and then I didn't do it, so. Okay, interesting. All right, so I want to go back from the very, very beginning, Tracer. So, 
where were you like born and raised? If you yeah. tell me like Michigan or something, I'm going to be 10 there. 10 miles southeast of town. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. So born and raised. Yep. Went to school at? Red Willow. Red Willow. That's what it was called back then? That's back then, yeah. Oh. And where was that located? Where Republican Valley. Okay. Is it the older building that's by like Eshfields? Yeah. The, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I see that. Okay. The yeah. gym was built my senior year. Oh, okay. And what sports did you all do in high school? Football, basketball, and track. Okay. The that's basics. All we had. <laughs> yeah. No tennis or golf no or, tennis or golf. wrestling no. or anything no. like that. No. And then did you go to college? I went two years up here and then went to Kearney State. You were, Lobo. I did not know that you were a McCook, yes. McCook native. All right. Like McCook grad. grad. Very nice. Did you play sports like in college or just kind uh, of be a student? I football up here and then I ran track. So. Oh, okay. Oh, whoa. Whoa. What? That so is. you're probably in the trophy case if I look no, close enough. No, my picture's not in there. Your so picture's no, not in there? No. Oh. Wow. So wait, you played football like on that field? Yeah. Oh my goodness. I know. I quit part way. My back started bothering me and so. Mm-hmm. Quit that, and then, so then I went to track, so. Gotcha. Wow. Interesting. Nice. Look at that. And then you went to UNK. Right. Okay. You didn't and, do anything down there then. Yeah, and just went to be a school teacher. Yeah. Education. Awesome. Yep. So where was the first school that you went to to teach? Republican Valley. And how many years were you there? 40. Wow. What? I'm, the math is not adding up for me. Yeah. I thought you were just slightly over 40. So this is not, not I'm not good at age. You're just saying that because you hope he sticks with you for a while. Exactly. I'm 75, so okay. I may drop oh, yeah. over on the bench tonight. <laughs> Stop that. No, you won't. Yeah. Sometimes I feel like that and I'm only yeah, pushing there. So when you started teaching, were you thinking about coaching right away? Yeah, that's what I wanted to do. Yeah? Yeah. And was it volleyball from the get-go? No, that was from my <laughs> wildest dreams of football or basketball. Okay. And uh, I interviewed for a couple of jobs. I was offered a job, which had been, I'd had football, basketball, and track for boys. Okay. And then uh, I really didn't, and plus I was going to have to go back to summer school and take a class so I could teach sociology, I guess it was. And I said, ah, I don't, don't want to do that. So uh, then uh, Bob Broomfield, who was a superintendent down at Republican Valley at that time, called me just one afternoon. I was working for the neighbor and wanted to know if I was interested in a job to start first year. I was just half time. Okay. And he said, you can help with football if you want. And he said, but it won't be paid. And I drove school bus. And then the second year I got on full time and, uh, coached assistant football coach. I think it was for three years or four years, whatever it was. And then, uh, got the volleyball job offered to me. So I took that then. So so what was it when they offered, they offered you the volleyball job Were they just like, Hey, this is the only job we have open. At least you'll get paid for well, it. Well, it was the basketball job is open too. And, uh, what I got told was we can't find anybody any better. You can have the basketball, but we'll give you the volleyball right now. And I had coached junior high volleyball for the previous two or mm-hmm. three years. So, and I, you know, had some good girls and we were successful. Not that okay, I knew, so any, you would have been. not that I knew anything, but I just <laughs> felt comfortable with it and started mm-hmm. that. And of course, when I started, I really didn't know my first year, we played a whopping 12 games. Okay. You know, that was back before you started playing triangulars and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So, right. so, uh, it's changed a lot. I've seen a lot of changes, you know, started out running a straight four two offense and uh, went to a camp guy, one of the guys that was helping, he said, you ever think about 
running an international 4-2. And I said, what's an international 4-2? <laughs> so we tried it. Hey, you know, why didn't I think of this? Yeah. So we ran that. And then, of course, went to the 5-1 and ran 6-2 and back and forth, so on and mm-hmm. so forth. So So did your parents, did they teach? No. No? Farmers. All farmers. Yeah. Okay. And so you knew that you probably didn't want to get away. Yeah, I still had Anderson Carden and was feeding cattle and stuff. So mm-hmm. and if I wasn't teaching, that'd be my first love. So. Awesome. I should have been boy in the sand hills, I guess. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, they never leave either. Yeah. Or, or nobody finds them. <laughs> so what was it like when you started to coach volleyball that was like, yeah, you know, I could do this for a little bit longer. Or like, well, what was it that was like, was appeasing to you? Well, I disliked it. And like I said, I, the first year I had junior high volleyball, I had 42 girls all by myself. Sorry, 42? Oh 42. One, one net. Oh, and uh, one net yeah and that was back going to 15 so i mean trying to play oh my <laughs> Every, and gosh. i drove the bus too so. i can't stand it with 15 <laughs> girls in one net. you drove like your own bus to the games mm-hmm. sweet mother 42 girls yeah. nope well at that time you didn't have assistant coaches and stuff like you do nowadays yeah and uh so and then uh when the basketball coach left why well, uh that's when the volleyball job opened up but uh, the girls I had coached in junior high were going to be freshmen, and some of the older girls I had had before mm-hmm. in junior high kind of wanted me to take it, so I did, and we just kind of had success after the second year, and so. So who was building. who was in that group? Anybody that we might know? Oh, Pam Malik or Pam Hager. Okay. Uh, was one of my first years, first All-Stater I had, uh-huh. and she's a great basketball player. She's one of the first thousand points scorers in the state. Oh, wow. The so, fact that uh, you can remember this. Yeah, that's so awesome. Impressive. So, you know, that was kind of one that's still around here, I guess, mm-hmm. back, back from back then. So mm-hmm. shows you how old I am, see? <laughs> well, all, all I know is any assistant coach I've ever had has come from RV. And so I feel like, I don't know if it's a curse or a blessing, because they all know the game really well. Uh-huh. And they all, you know, talk to me about how many medals they got in right. high school. And so I was like, slow down. Okay? Yeah. I didn't go to RV. I hope we get, we get into talk about one player here eventually. Because oh. I know she still has like flashbacks. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my goodness. And so yeah. I think that's where my fear of Coach Tracer came in. Um, well, you know, he mentioned that was before they had assistance. I think he was saying, you know, people can coach. Well, I know. I know. He said that. And I'm like, what are yeah. you? And he was looking at you. Yeah. I'm like, and, uh, yeah. uh, I can't do anything yeah. by myself. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I need somebody Wonder. to like talk to. And and then you had a really, what I feel is like a pivotal moment. And I'm mm-hmm. not talking about where you were just awarded, you know, Nash, well, state within the state. I'm, your pivotal moment coaching a men's team. Did you ever think you would have the opportunity? Oh, yeah. To come back and to coach that, to yes. take out, go that, out of retirement for that fun oh, little gig. Oh, gosh. Yeah. You know, if you would have stayed hidden and said no, you wouldn't be doing what you're having to do for her now. You know, oh, you that reminded me of my junior high days. <laughs> oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> that was tough. Uh, that I was can't tough. Until my husband listens to yeah. this. <laughs> you, know, you know, when you first got that group of athletes that you were working with, was there one that you're like, you know, we could win with this one? There's a lot of talent here. A lot of hope. Next, he's probably like, let me pick my team next year. Yeah, I know. He's like, I'm going to start. We're going to have open gym Sundays that are actually required. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Yeah, mandatory Um, open gym. So go. Okay. What was it that you enjoyed about coaching volleyball? Because to do it as that long and have success, there has to be a lot of fulfillment along with that. Oh, I guess, you know, coaching boys and girls, because I was assistant boys basketball coach too. And, uh... 
between the two, I guess I enjoyed coaching the girls more. I just I think simply at that time, especially when I started, uh, the thought that I knew every, that as a player, I know everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And maybe listen a little bit better. And then, of course, our success helped with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, just they were easy to work with. They had a good work ethic. And they knew if they wanted to play, they were going to have to put in the time. Right. And mm-hmm. if they didn't, why? Well, they weren't going to get out on the floor, basically. So, so uh, you know, that it just carried over from year to year. And then, you know, when we got in the state tournament, we had good teams before we got to the state tournament. We just couldn't get over the hump. And then once we got there, it seemed like it was kind of really kind of easy because, I mean, I right. knew – knew what it was like to be in that situation and that. And uh, so I, it helped just, like I say, just the work ethic. Uh, always had some good kids. And, of course, like everybody, you're going to have some that don't want to put in the time. But the ones that put in the time were a lot of fun, had a lot going to college and play. So That's awesome. it's fun to see that happen. Mm-hmm. We were talking before you came up about those players that expect the time, even though they haven't earned the time. What were conversations like that for you when you had players who expected a little bit more but hadn't earned it? Well, I think one of the things as an elementary PE teacher I had, I was hitting third generation Mm -hmm. (laughs) and coming through. And uh, they knew pretty well what I expected because down in elementary school and we worked on stuff. And if we had the little nitpicky stuff the girls will do, I said, you will not play for me. And just kind of making that adjustment as they came through, I think really helped. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't like walking into a new new school and they don't know you and they knew what my expectations were. And, mm-hmm. and like I said, you know, I was starting to hit the third generation and having mothers that had played for me kind of mm-hmm. knew what to expect. So, Right. Yeah, I guess that's the one thing different from high school to college is that I these are just all new people every single time. So, like, they don't know. They only know the small tidbit of it yeah. and then they got to figure it out once they get here. So you weren't really a bit you weren't a, did you play volleyball did you ever like the only time i played volleyball Holy carmichael was my junior high and high school coach <laughs> and uh maybe once a year or twice a year during yeah. basketball season he'd throw a volleyball net up and that's what and you of guys course, would you do know, boys playing volleyball it's, it's hit it as hard as you can mm, yeah and yeah. i'm a competitor mm-hmm. that just instantly is <laughs> i don't like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so uh, that's the only time I ever played volleyball. I got a sister that's six years older than I am, and she mm-hmm. played back when they had eight girls on a team or on okay. the floor. Yeah, really? And, I did uh, not know that. And they played maybe three or four games a year, I think. Mm-hmm. And even when I was in high school, they played games before the boys' basketball reserve game. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Because there was no girls' basketball at that time. So that's when their volleyball season was. So, so you didn't play, which is fine. No. So who was like your mentor? Like who was, was there, did you have a coach or a friend that you like call and bounce ideas off of or? No, not really. I guess just reading stuff and, mm-hmm. and watching video or film. Of course that was later after <laughs> we didn't have that to start with. Yeah. But, uh, and then I had a good buddy at Alma that coached down there mm-hmm. and uh, we competed against each other for right, 25 some years, something like that. And we kind of communicated back and forth on some stuff, what we do differently or whatever. And so mm-hmm. that kind of helped. But as far as a mentoring coach, no, didn't have that. I just did it all by himself. Yeah. Yep. Yes. How many right. years were, had you been coaching until you got you started to have success? He's going to say you're one, and I'm going <laughs> to be done. <laughs> you know, like I, we were five and seven my first year. The second year, uh, 
We won conference tournament. We won that three years in a row. And that's kind of just the way it went. And like I said, we didn't get to state till 86. And I started coaching the volleyball in 70. Uh, must have been 75 in there, 75, 76. Oh, okay. So it took a mm-hmm. So it took a while to get over, like I said, get over that hump. We had good teams. We could win in conference championships, but we just couldn't get get through, mm-hmm. you know, to win that district final. So you're just talking about, like, the time. Like, it took you however many years to make it before you got to state successful. Like, I'm just trying to think right now, like, what coach currently has been there longer at a school longer than, like, five years mm-hmm. like you don't see that anymore well you got sharon savala at grand island okay or, uh, you know yeah she's but been there well, for a while about the same age i am mm-hmm. and uh you know those coaches are hard to come by yeah and you know alan van Kiro was at hastings saint Cecilia for a lot of years mm-hmm. and uh so a lot of those guys that got honored down there uh steve morgan at okalala yeah you know we were all in it for like i was mm-hmm. so a uh, very very long time and like Steve told me, he said he knew nothing either when he started. Mm-hmm. He was in the service, and that's how he kind of got interest, introduced to it. So he was so. like uh, Top Gun, basically. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> beach, you know. Beach volleyball. volleyball. Yeah. yeah. And it even is. John Cook, I mean, his history of how he got into it. Yeah. He got pushed into high school, coaching high school volleyball. He was mm-hmm. an assistant football coach, mm-hmm. and he still liked to coach football. But that's how he got into it. Yeah. He was in college, and. They were living on the beach with three other guys, and they saw some guys out there playing, so they go down to see what's going on. And he said the first year they played, why <laughs> couldn't win anything. Uh-huh. So he made up drills for them for the second year, and that's mm-hmm. when they started to kind of grow in that beach sport. And yeah. That's uh-huh. how he got started. And I think he, all the men, I think, really coaching volleyball in the state didn't expect to coach volleyball, I don't think. No. And uh, I know, uh, oh, what's his face? That was at Pius, uh, Jake Moore. Had tremendous success there. He got into volleyball because his dad was a basketball coach at Fairbury, mm-hmm. and he didn't make the cut. <laughs> oh, oh no! Gosh. And he told me he said I went. His dad posted who made it. He said I'm walking down the hallway and I look at that, and my name's not up there. So I go into him and said, "What's the deal?" Yeah. <laughs> he said you're not good enough. Oh, so he started going to Lincoln and just playing volleyball. And that's how he got into the volleyball. Oh, my. So, that's crazy. So it's kind of, you know, like I mm-hmm. said, most of the males coaching it, you know, that's kind of how didn't expect to be there, but we ended up in it somehow. So Yeah. I think they're recruiting coaches now. <laughs> they should go completely off the whim. Yes. Just recruit a man that didn't mm-hmm. make it. Yes. Not saying you didn't make it. <laughs> well, but you but. did. <laughs> See, he shows up later today. <laughs> yeah, I know. He better. He better. He better. Because here lately, I've been just running circles. I'm like, yeah. who needs to come talk to me? Okay, yeah. so, but that makes me think. When you did actually start to have assistant coaches, what was the the one thing that was most beneficial for you in an assistant? Oh, I think just maybe to have someone that has a little bit different mentality than you have. Uh, I know one of my first male assistants, which is Rich Wilson. Uh, he's more of an easy going type of guy and I'm more on the other end I get fired up but I can still get along with the kids well but uh I can just having somebody that can if you do have trouble with somebody or to go in the locker room and maybe discuss something with somebody mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. I think that makes a difference yeah so. so out of all the group of you coached a lot of women how many girls played college volleyball can you name some of them 
Let's see how good the memory is. He knew his record. <laughs> I know he did, so I know he's going to list them off. Well, because I always tell he probably's got it by alphabetical order. Are you really going to remember your school record in twenty years? Uh, obviously, yes. 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 So when, this is well when you're yeah. good, you are yeah. right. Yeah, everybody I'll, else. I'll start with the last one. Okay. Savannah Noise, you played at KU. Savannah. Savannah. Uh, yeah. Let's look uh, at her now. I, I know. Well, that's I've what I'm saying. Play against yeah. her now. Uh, like we uh, play, we play rec league volleyball, and that was the one I was talking oh, about. I know geez. one time her mom like gave a look. She's like, "I'm having flashbacks from high school." Yeah. I mean, where's coach? <laughs> and she, I'm like, she shells out a baby and then walks right onto court. And she's yeah. ready to go. And Jesus. then she, and she like looked at me. She's like, "You better pick your yeah. up, yeah, <laughs> pass the ball, Cobza." And I'm like, "Okay, Savannah. Okay." <laughs> I had Caitlin and Alyssa Shafford both played college ball. Uh, they both, uh, see Alyssa played or Caitlin, Alyssa played at, uh, Barton County. Alyssa played at Doan. Uh, Angela Bloomy played at Barton County. Uh, she had division ones looking at her and then she hurt her back mm. and got married. Mm. Uh, Pam Malik didn't play. She was offered sight unseen scholarship to Eastern Wyoming. And, uh, and she ended up getting married. And then was going to come back and play, and I think she got pregnant, if I remember right, is what the deal was. So she didn't end up playing because she was going to play up here. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's see, Monica Brown, Lindsey Brown, uh, like they both played up at Mid Plains. Uh, Lisa Lord played at Doan. Uh, Mackenzie Stritt played at Doan. Uh, Josie. Uh, he's doing a cook here. Yeah, uh, he's doing really good. We should have done this for his warm up. <laughs> <laughs> she played at Hastings. Uh, Riley's sis went to Hastings and played there two years and then got married. Or mm -hmm. yeah, yep. well, she didn't get married right away then, but yeah. quit then and went. She she changed what she was majoring in. Mm -hmm. And oh uh, gosh, had uh, Roxy Bohm played at Shadron. Uh. McConville, McConville, uh, that's at Hitchcock County. She's now coaching at Dundee County. Uh, can't think of her first name now. Blonde. I feel like I should know this. I know. I Forge, Kylie Forge. Oh, yeah, Kylie. Yep. She played at uh, Iowa Western. Uh, Kayla Brooks played at Iowa Western. Uh, probably got some more I'm leaving out. But that's impressive. That is that's impressive. So... You are only just there. You coached. Where else did you all coach? I say there. Yeah, but Southwest. RV, where else did yeah. Well, Republican, Republican Valley. Valley, we consolidated into Southwest. Uh -huh. And then up here at McCook for four years. Yeah. And then that's it. So. Mm -hmm. And then you're now back in the coaching trail. This yeah. is great. <laughs> so fun. He might not be actually saying that out loud to a lot of people, I know. so yeah, don't share point. that yeah. news. <laughs> be like, what? What is this? What besides the play of the game? I mean, obviously the game's changed a lot. What are other things that you've seen change over the time that you've been oh, coaching? good question. You're welcome. Let me take notes. <laughs> <laughs> well, like I say, you know, everybody's got more assistants. Uh, I just had one assistant when I got an assistant. And then we consolidated... I ended up with two assistants, which was a first, and that's not that many years ago now. And when I come to McCook, I had four or three assistants, I guess. There was four of us, which, you know, wasn't used to. Of course, you had four teams playing all the time. Right. Yeah, I forget about and, that. And, uh, you know, like the, this, you know, used to go rally scoring coming in. Uh, that was big. 
And then the triangulars and, and that type of thing was a change because you just normally you played after football games mm-hmm. and or before football games, rather. And there were games when we played Elma. Uh, we didn't get to the football game till after halftime because mm-hmm. that was just we were that competitive. Yeah. And uh, and then this all the tournaments, you know, that you have available nowadays to go to and state tournament. You know, of course, the wild card point coming in has changed things. And, of course, like I say, the rally scoring has really changed changed the game tremendously. And I think that was good. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I think kids nowadays are a little bit tougher maybe to deal with because we kind of live in a generation of everything's kind of, I'm entitled to it, I don't have to earn it mm-hmm. type of deal. Mm-hmm. Like that's changed a lot here, you know, towards the end of things. And, and I think parents' expectations have changed a lot too. I think just you got parents putting out money for kids to go to camp. So why isn't my kid playing, you know? And, you know, I had kids that really you don't need to go to camp because it's not going to, mm-hmm. you know, it, in all honesty, it's not going to do you that much good because mm-hmm. you just don't have the ability. And uh, and then I think just, you know, one of the things setting down with players after each season and communicating with them where they are, what they need to do, which off when I started, we didn't do that. And uh, I think, too, the, you know, like I talked about the visualization deal we mm-hmm. just talked about the other day yeah. is something I'd done quite a long time ago. And, of course, now, you know, at the college level, they have the psychologists working with their teams and everything else they got available to them, which at our level in this area, you don't have those right. those types of things where your larger schools got some of that. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, you were the trainer. <laughs> yeah, you know, when right. I came to McCook, we had a trainer for the first time. Yeah. You know, I yeah. didn't have to tape and do all mm-hmm. that. So, so, and that's one of the things. If I went back to college, I enjoyed that part of it. Right. And uh, but uh, so that was different, not having to do that. You could didn't have to spend half your time before practice trying. Now to that it. I know that you can tape ankles, <laughs> <laughs> sure that wasn't on his resume. When I looked at it. Did he did he tape any of the men? Because I feel like maybe some injuries <laughs> yeah, were there. There, there was definitely down. a lot yes, of braces I, on that group. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. yeah. I coach boys, you know. So yeah, yeah I did. Yeah. Okay. Oh gosh. <laughs> when when you look at like, is it hard for you to look at a program and not see where the opportunities are? And I'm not pointing at one, you know, like I'm not having you look across, but let's just say, you know, in the area, I'm not sure we have a dominant volleyball program in the area. And do you look at programs and be like, oh, this is what I think? Because I know you go to all of them. Well, I go, you know, I go to Southwest games Mm -hmm. or tournaments, see teams play, but you see players or see young coaches, you know, you're going, you know, and see what they're weak on and so on. And I see players doing things in games that drove me bananas, uh, like I told you, playing against a rotation defense mm-hmm. and tipping right over the block. Mm-hmm. Why? <laughs> Why, you know? And I still, still see that happen in this day and age. Uh, and then just making errors and laughing and giggling. And mm-hmm. and to me, I <laughs> yeah. that's not me. Mm-hmm. And uh, and it, being smart, end of the ball game, you know, I watched the tournament up here Saturday. I saw Southwest. Had two overpasses come to him against Gearing or whichever one they was playing in the semifinals. Had a chance to crunch the ball in two hand, lose both points. Mm-hmm. And it got you, you'd be 28 26. You know, yeah. I'm going. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, oh my gosh, I mean, the you know, notes he made in our last Sophomores <laughs> are making that mistake, but mm-hmm. still, 
you know, and they they play a lot of club ball. So right. going, gee, many Christmas, you know, you got to think the game and and not do that type of thing. So I don't know everything without a doubt, but just common sense things that, that drive you bananas, I think. Yeah. Was it the same way back back then, like with common sense? Because like I feel like now, like for me personally, it's like you you drain and you drain and like you tell them and tell them and tell them. And it's like, when do they get it? <laughs> well, I stopped practice and go, why did you do that? You know, right. what are you thinking or whatever, you yeah. know? And uh, it's like I said, my players that I had, I think kind of knew what was expected of them mm -hmm. and what's going to win ball games for you mm -hmm. and what's going to cost you ball games. And it's those things you don't think are important that are going to cost you the ball game. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're going to get people that's going to hit the ball harder and heck, you're not going to return it, but it's those little things you do. Team calls timeout to break momentum. You go back out and you miss the serve. Mm -hmm. Bingo. You let them off the hook. Well, mm -hmm. it happened to you guys yep. the yep. other night. And uh, it's just stuff you can't do. And your first responsibility is to put the ball in play. Mm -hmm. You know, right. so, so, uh, and then I think, you know, call and serves, which is something we didn't do way back when, and uh, that definitely helped the game and you can pick people apart. And, and that's one of my pet peeves is trying to find somebody on the other team that you can pick apart and uh, just looking at warm ups or <clears throat> like I told the girls, I think the other day in practice there last week was, you know, the girl constantly playing with her hair. I got to look Miss Beautiful out there. I'm coming after you because your mm -hmm. mind's not, not where it needs to be. And usually that's what happens. So, right. So it was just little things like that, I guess, over the years you pick that you can see in players and stuff. So since you brought it up, I feel we can go there. You mentioned club ball. What do you think club ball has done for the sport? It, but you know, either side of it, like what are your feelings about it? Well, there's no doubt. I think it's really helped it. Uh, and I think, you know, back when I started, you know, you take a school like McCook, your class A schools or B schools, McCook was a, you know, mm -hmm. at one time, they didn't play volleyball back when the small schools were all playing, so they were behind. <clears throat> and the club ball really helped them out. And, of course, now, you know, the small schools being able to compete against those people can't do. And uh, so I think it really helped the game in that matter. The other side of it is just the amount of money that parents put out. And, you know, if you're in Lincoln or Omaha, you're putting out big, big bucks. Right. And uh, and I hate to see that. I had a few girls play club ball, but not a lot. And all the good teams I had, you know, I had one or two a year that might play. And uh, that was it. We didn't have a whole whole team that was playing. So so I think just putting in the time over the summer and, and the weight room and, and that type of thing is what really the work ethic behind everything is mm -hmm. what really counted, I think. Yeah, that individual work, that work yeah. on their own that they're doing outside. When nobody's yeah. watching. And I think, you know, exactly. if, you're, if you're wanting to go on and play at the collegiate level, yes, you're going to have to, like Savannah Noyes, mm -hmm. didn't play club ball till her senior year. Yeah. So, you know, Nebraska right. was looking at her. Right. Yeah. But uh, she wasn't in that league, you know, and John came out and looked at her. He looked at her and Christina Hotel, and Christina was a senior, and Savannah was a sophomore. And the night he came out and looked and watched and uh, – how was that? I want to know all about that. Yeah, this is good. I like this. Because when we had a Division One coach come in one time, I was mortified. It was horrible. It was you, like the worst experience of my life. You mean you did horrible or what was? <laughs> uh, I did not, but he was very, very loud and he oh. had a very strong accent. Oh, okay. And the player he came out to watch, uh. horrible. But oh. luckily somebody else showed up and it oh. was just like, there you go. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. And he flew into McCook. It was rough. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to Yeah, so I need to know this. about yeah. this. Like, how did, where did you drive? 
he flew out. He had a guy fly him out. And, and in fact, I spoke at his cl- coach's clinic in the summer there. I don't know what year it was. And, uh, and it was because of that game. Uh, like I say, Cambridge had Christina. And I had Savannah. That's the only one that's going to match up with her. Mm-hmm. And she hurt her ankle. I can't second set. I think it was somewhere in that neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And went down and she was out. And the third set, we were going just to three that time. And the third set, uh, we were behind. And Cook said, that, poked the guy that flew him out, and he said, they're not going to lose it. He said, look at their eyes. And just that, him seeing, yeah. mm-hmm. you know. And Cambridge and us are tremendous rivalries, were anyway. Yeah. And uh, we were not going to get beat by them in volleyball. Just you yeah. know, you'd be by them. Yeah. Pure playing simple basketball was different. Mm-hmm. Of course, they had Kent girls, or meant Kent Bikubi girls all played. Yeah, yeah. Were, let's not bring know. it. Yeah, let's not bring that up. <laughs> yeah, name's still so, Bass Crew. Uh, yeah. But yeah, just, you know, the, like I said, my girls had that mentality. We're not going to get beat. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and that played big in all of our success, I think, is just, you know, we're not about to, to lose to somebody like that. Mm-hmm. And you're going to play good teams and, and that. And, uh, but yeah, you just got to rise to the occasion. And like I've said, you make a mistake, it's over with. It's got to be out of your mind. And I'm ready for the next ball. Right. Mm-hmm. And I don't like the kid that looks over the bench and mm-hmm. said, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're the one that's playing the game, not me. I've, yeah. You've done everything in practice. Yep. You know what to do. Right. So that's how I look at it. So mm-hmm. maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But that's. That's me. So yeah. Well, obviously not. If you're recognized, you know, by the state, you're probably doing a few things. <laughs> yeah, he's right, doing right. a few things. Yeah. I think yeah. like John, like personally texted and was like, "Hey, buddy, are you free on Nebraska volleyball day?" <laughs> yeah. It just means but, I'm old. See. Uh, no. <laughs> yeah. So okay, when you and I, like I said, I've my assistant coaches have all been from RV, and they said you can just have this very stoic presence that there's not a lot of talk when it comes to game time, and you kind of just said that you know don't look over to the bench. Now it's your time. I tend to be more on the other end of it, but explain that to me, how you prepare them for game day, what the thought is going into. I know you already said rise to the occasion, but since you're not like a real vocal person, have you already defined and developed leaders that are going to be vocal and kind of carry that for you? Well, yeah, I think, you know, each team's got leaders. They can be good leaders. They can be bad leaders, but I think understanding the game and, and, uh, Knowing what needs to be done, and yes, I've I've set all staters down. You know, not playing well, <laughs> yeah. and that's in the district final. I mean, you don't show up and play and go back out on the floor and bingo. It changed, you know, but it's just that mindset, I think. And and I think, like I said, in practice, you got your scouting report. You try to tell them what you got to do. We're going to change this. We're going to change that. Whatever, and then going out and and doing it. And not going out there and being flustered because we're not doing something we were used to. Uh, talking about Cambridge, uh, I remember playing them in a conference tournament, I guess it was. We were up at Dundee County. And, uh, of course, they had Tara Strite, who went on and played at Wayne, started all four years up there. And then, of course, they still had the Cubics behind. And uh, we didn't have the size to match up with Tara in the middle. So I said, I'm going to put my setter in the middle. We're going to set outside. Mm-hmm. We're not going to set middle. Mm-hmm. Make her have to move. Mm-hmm. Bingo. He's, yeah. Cambridge mm-hmm. goes to state. He does the same thing. Uh-huh. Because oh, we were in different classes. Right. Yeah. We didn't have right. to play each other. Yeah. But uh, just doing stuff like that, you know, I think changing things up like that, that 
kids are able to adjust to and not be scared mm-hmm. of it. So, right. <clears throat> and like I said, you know, I told you we went to a two man and receive or serve receive there the one year. And that's just because what happened in practice, I had one gal couldn't pass daylight that day. And uh, took two of my passers and played the rest of the year that way. Yeah. No and way. So that wow. was Angela Bloomy. And uh, if you know Angela. Yeah, not well, but yeah, know. yeah. Know the name, and yeah. Uh, she was an all-stater for me. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, she's the one that played it at uh, Barton County and had Division ones looking at her. But uh, her and had another gal that had moved in, thought she was... Didn't know why she was out there for basketball, volleyball, because <laughs> she's more of a basketball uh-huh, player. Right. Those two could cover the floor. Wow. And just, that's, a, that's awesome. So I think just staying your players and doing what you can, yeah. you know, to try and have them be successful on things and that. So you got players are going to be able to hit quick stuff. You're going to be have players going to be able to hit a slide and other ones mm-hmm. are going to struggle and <clears throat> just trying to know your, know your talent that you got mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. what it's going to take to number one, be people in your conference to start with and, See what she got down the road. I remember going looking, watching Freeman play when uh, Danny Busboom was playing. We played them two years in a row in the state tournament. Beat them both years. Gene uh, Malik flew me oh, <laughs> down to their conference tournament. Yeah. And we walked out of the gym that night. I, I didn't know who she was. Read about her in Lincoln paper all the time, but didn't know her. They ran on the floor, ran out on the floor. You knew who she was. Uh-huh. And uh, we walked out of the gym that night. We're getting in the car because we had to, Gene flew me down. We had to drive, I think, 15 or 20 miles back to the airport. I said, I think we saw a stud tonight. He said, I think we did too. And I got film on him and I kept looking at him. She goes to the back row. You got to make hay. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what we've done. So it's, uh-huh. and I think that's just the thing, knowing, yeah. knowing what you got to do. Wow. <clears throat> so as a coach, when you were, if you lost, rarely happened uh like how did you deal with that personally like i'm a competitive person i've been telling like, i like my soul gets angry i don't know how oh you i think you know the next day in practice like the girls knew they were going to have a tough practice i have had morning serving practice oh i like that mm. <laughs> i thought morning serving i thought that we we're going to church i'm going to serve but i like not I like it not when he's talking yeah yeah, this is, yeah. yeah i had uh who was it jenny Stritt. She played up at North Platte. And, uh, anyway, I, she was the one that we had in morning practice for or whatever. She went up there and played, was it her? Somebody else. Was there, I can't remember who it was. It was one of them, anyway, that was up there. And she was playing basketball. They got back from a game and had practice. Oh. Said, I wasn't so tough after all. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh. But, like, but did I, you do anything? Like, did you go for coffee? Did you, like, vent to your friends? Punch a wall? No, no, at that time. I, no. Of course, I was athletic director, and so oh. I come to school, and I was getting some of that, making work out to start right. with, and then the rest of my day when I had free time, I was working on the athletic director stuff. Mm-hmm. So it was, no I didn't time. Have, I didn't have a secretary for that either. When I retired, <laughs> principal said, who was your secretary for that? I said, I didn't have one. <laughs> so the new me. one got a secretary. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, Look at this, how this <laughs> works. Oh, my goodness. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I just, you know, no, I didn't discuss anything in coffee. I didn't get to coffee till after I retired. Oh, so. Okay. Oh, that's when you got to start yeah. drinking all the coffee. There yeah. you go. Yeah. A lot of knowledge there. Lots of knowledge. Yeah. yeah. I Sometimes I feel like I need to show up to these coffee days. <laughs> well, obviously we did one time because that's where you got your current assistant. <laughs> I know. So, right. Yeah. Hey, any, anybody available on yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. all of these days? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. What was it like? If you said you were the AD as well and coaching at that time, because I don't remember when I played there ever being like parent situations or parents getting involved. Oh, yeah. When did that start to become more of an issue or was that ever an issue for you? I mean, you were successful, oh, so I, had, I don't think parents I had, should be saying anything. I had a parent now and then that wouldn't be happy with things. Uh, kid goes home and says something, and it's totally different from what actually did happen. I had one mother who jumped all over me because made them run, run uh, bleachers. We never ran bleachers. Uh, hell, I can't run the bleachers. My legs aren't long enough. Uh-huh. We ran the stairs, but not the bleachers. Well, that was the difference. Daughter went home and said we had to run bleachers. Well, of course, mother was upset, you know. Mm-hmm. So, well. <laughs> and then playing time, you know, I've had one mother or parents that were upset at me and because their daughter basically didn't play. She never came in during the summer, period. Mm-hmm. No camps. But I'm supposed to play. Sorry. <laughs> right. You know, I can't afford to stick you out there. And, you know, yeah, she got in. We knew we had things won or something once in a while but uh and really didn't have that much because i think like i said parents kind of knew and then when you have success it makes a lot of difference too oh that's i you know if you're if you're losing it's easy to blame the coach for everything Mm -hmm. i think for coaches that have a daughter playing for them it's tough because they're playing because they're you know it's their daughter hope bloody really likes dance (laughs) (laughs) i am there right now Mm -hmm. and we were just because i coached junior high at st bad's and I just now have a daughter in sixth grade because we start in sixth grade. And it's just like, oh, God, I can just see it. And yeah, just glad I'm only in junior high, the <laughs> lowest level. Yeah, I think Tripp will be my volleyball person. There you go. They don't have men's volleyball here. So, oh, well, you never know. You what can just happen. sit on the sidelines and yell. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh-huh. Huh. Yeah. Any funny moments from your coaching days? Did you ever laugh? Split my pants out. What? <laughs> No way. I think I may have actually heard this. <laughs> Rappo, Nebraska. What? Oh my gosh. I always had the habit of squatting down in front of the bench, you know? Yes. No. I... This is in basketball. This was in oh, this, this was not basketball? basketball? Okay. okay. And oh, I God. squatted down on the bench, and it was just like a minute yeah. or two before halftime. Squatted down and heard something ripping. I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> That's going to be my biggest fear now. Yes. I better make sure all my pants are ready to go and fully stitched yes. and stretchy. And in our locker room, you had to walk across oh. and then the other side of the oh, building. no. So I get in the locker room, okay. Yeah, now what? <laughs> yeah. Has anybody got a pair of extra shorts? Fortunately, I had warm-ups. One girl was a rather large girl. <laughs> She gave me your warmer pants. So hilarious. I wore, I wore them. That's hilarious. Oh. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah. You don't have warm-up pants. No, I would be You're, bad. Yeah. The two times I've had to use anything in my players, I'm like, this is horrible. What day was like the first day I had to use somebody's socks? And they're like, oh, oh. Like, oh, no. Warm-up Oh, God. That's that probably, probably rip-aways with the buttons. <laughs> yes. You know it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. Oh, I had one girl, too. Hey, this is in basketball two and uh it's time out it was in the fourth quarter he said coach i gotta go to the locker room well our locker rooms at cambridge that we always dressed clear back off their old mm-hmm. gym is where our locker room was at i said well, you're gonna have to hurry she looks down and she says i'm all right we're bra strap broke <laughs> No. What? No. So, no. That'd be horrible for the for the sisters. For some people, it's yeah, that really would be bad. bad. For others, you wouldn't know yeah. the difference. Yeah. 
Oh, oh. no. <coughs> That's fun. Oh, yikes. That's fun. Yeah. What else? I feel like there's some others. Those are good. Uh, Those are good. <laughs> Those are good. I mean, he wasn't a coach for very long. I'm shocked that I he know. can come up with yeah, such. Just two of them. <laughs> yeah. Two in 40 years. Uh, mm-hmm. How about anything funny from when you were coaching the, the mints? When you had your little mints oh, team? Boy. Any comical? Yeah. I think he's still mad well, about that. Like I said, it's kind of like coaching junior high, you know, because they <laughs> <laughs> didn't understand. <laughs> you know, you got Anything? rotation defense. Well, they don't understand that. And, you know, it's kind of like blocking and stuff, getting a double block. Oh, yeah. Got non-existent. Nope. That and transitioning uh, off, you know, and being uh, ready to get the ball set to you. Right. And, and that type it's of deal. It's great for us. So. Yeah. Are you putting a playbook together or, uh, you know, are no, you willing to do it? Here. Oh, oh I, mean, yeah. for, I mean, for them, yeah. uh, they're the ones who need the, uh, yeah. he's probably like every time now he sees like a younger gentleman, like <laughs> yeah, some talent there, yeah. probably some talent yeah. there. Cause we got to replace number all the, there were well, some 56 bad eggs there. was my husband. So I'm imagining he's getting the, the boot. <laughs> he didn't, his stats were not too good. <laughs> oh gosh. I think that's why some of them decided they wanted to volunteer for volleyball. They're like, Hey, you know, we're oh, willing yeah. to help out yes. as much as you need so yes. we can get some more skills, more touches yes. yeah. and listen. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah. That's great. Oh, that is good. Do you ever talk to any of your old players? Oh, once in a great while, well, you know, cause some live around here, Yeah, you know, and then I've had quite a few go on to coach mm-hmm. and that, but, uh, other than that, some you can't hardly recognize anymore Yeah, just because, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, they're right. 50 yeah. some years old, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, uh, and that type of thing. But the ones around here, you know, communicate with them mm-hmm. and here, old settlers, I had class well steve bryant's class oh, okay oh god they showed up at my house <laughs> oh no he's one of our biggest fans by the way he oh, really yeah oh this is great he's he gonna love this episode yes, exactly. shout out yeah so and i had a few of those players that oh were with gosh him, so. that's funny awesome <clears throat> i can imagine when you decided to retire and i say rv because it was rv in my day when you but southwest when you decided to retire from coaching that your phone was ringing off the hook how no people were not wanting you to come and coach no, I, how I ended up here at McCook was Darren called me one day. This is, you know, the year after I'd been out <clears throat> and well, I not know if I'd be interested. And I said, uh, you know, <laughs> not really. And then I made the mistake. I said, if you can't get anybody else. I said, give me a call. Well, I don't oh, think he probably he, didn't try very I don't hard. Think he looked, <laughs> don't think he looked. Yeah. So that's how I ended up up here. Then. Oh, okay. okay. But other than that, I, you know, after spending, you know, 40 years in uh-huh. Hawaii, kind of ready to have some time because I was kind of burned out between being athletic director. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, can't I was head imagine. basketball coach yeah. and then uh, head volleyball coach. So I wait, kinda... you were head basketball coach at the same time as head volleyball mm-hmm. girls. Ew. What? Oh, Did that's you know like, that? No, that's like from one end. To the Are you kidding me? Which oh sport my. did you like better? Probably the volleyball, just because the season was shorter. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, no, for sure. Oh, no Christmas. about basketball, you just get yourself in shape. You hit Christmas break. Yeah. yeah. You start all over again. Yeah. Point. You know, I didn't like that aspect of it, but uh, I enjoyed coaching it. But as far as. I just have PTSD from basketball. So. <laughs> now, I'm, I don't want to assume, but when you were coaching basketball, the holidays were truly off. Were, were you playing? You weren't having tournaments like they have now, like a Not holiday. Till, till the end there. Really? So we started going to holiday. What that would be tiring. What are your thoughts that on that? So what? What are your thoughts on that? Well, you're going to practice anyway, basically. You got to. Because mm-hmm. you come back, you got games instantly. Right. And uh, I, w- I was kind of wish Nebraska would do like, uh, is it South Dakota or North Dakota? 
or Wyoming. I guess it's Wyoming. Their basketball doesn't start till after Christmas. <clears throat> That's not a bad idea. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, but, but, but their track break. season is pushed way back because of the weather. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they got the snow and, sure, and that type sure. of thing. So okay, yeah, that makes sense. And then one year we went to Hawaii. I roomed with a coach from North Dakota, and their volleyball was during the the winter, and their basketball was in the in the uh, fall. Hmm. I said, "You're in the heat. What in the world?" Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. That's the way they were at that time. I'm, I, they've switched now, I hmm. think. So, but uh, yeah, doing both. You know, I mean, it's kind of a stressful deal. But I wasn't married, so it was a little different than having a family and mm-hmm. that type of thing. So, <clears throat> I spent a lot of time watching film. And <laughs> so you mentioned mentioning Hawaii. I forgot you go yeah. to Hawaii. How many years have you have you been going to Hawaii with a group? Since eighty, it's twenty. I think this last year is the twenty first year. I think it was. Oh, my gosh. You know, and so I was talking what? about Tracer to one of our Region 9 coaches, and uh, she's like, wait a second, who again? Um, she's like, oh, I met him in Hawaii one year. It was Angel no. Angel Sharman had met you. Oh. She's the head coach at Casper. Uh, yep. Yeah, see uh, Alexis. Yep. Here North Platte went mm-hmm. with us when she was in high school. Oh, really? Yep. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yep. Don't call her if you ever need her to make you anything. Oh, uh, yeah. Because I had to call her yeah. earlier and it didn't work out so well. Yeah, so, bad deal. Yeah. But <laughs> she's great. <laughs> Um, that's interesting. That is. So I'm glad, I'm glad you're out of retirement. So that, that'll be fun. <laughs> Don't get that rumor started. Jeez, leave the guy yeah. alone. Nope. Call. Yeah. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Well, well, yeah. Yeah. Could you imagine, do you think 40 years you got it in you, Cobza? Uh, that's what I'm saying. But like, I mean, if he did it, I can do years. it. Yeah. Without an assistant. Yeah. Yeah. Or secretary. Yeah. Like we're at, Yeah. Yeah. And he was the AD and I then know. coached basketball. So you, there's a lot more you could, I you could doing. be doing. Yeah. I could like, yeah, <laughs> yes. my spare time. Yes. Exactly. My Atlanta. I can't yeah. even keep my head on straight. Well, it's the emotional roller coaster for me over right. here, but this is great. Yeah. This it's is good. So we're going to, we always end with a few questions at the yes. end. Um, so this will be good. I can't wait to hear some of these I answers. I can't either. Okay. You go what first. What is your caffeine of choice? I drink coffee every day. So black. Yeah. There we go. No, nothing. <laughs> no splendor, sugar, cream. Mine is not really coffee after uh-uh. I'm done with it. But no, but that's okay. We're yeah, not judging There's you. still caffeine in it or mm-hmm. something that makes yes. me awake. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Might be the sugar rush, but other than that, you're fine. Are you, do you, are you reading or watching anything? I don't read. Okay. Okay. I just, I watch, you know, glad when the sports season starts up, so. Yeah. You got to. Watch a lot of college stuff. Well, mm-hmm. watch Nebraska's. Yep. Stuff all the time. Of course, watching Nebraska volleyball is mm-hmm. great right now. So, mm-hmm. and then I go to co- high school games up here, come to the college games, go to mm-hmm. Southwest. So that pretty much takes care of a week. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna no say kidding. you're always. Yeah, you can usually oh. find you at like every every sporting event. So, so. yeah, I can yeah. go to coffee twice a day. So it's tough. Well, he used to be able to. Now that he's helping volleyball, he <laughs> yeah, can only go like, once a week yeah, or once a day. Yeah, jeez. <laughs> That knowledge I'm losing. Is yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you're probably going to want to start inviting me there so I can get more knowledge yeah. after coming to some practice. Don't you think that's something that's different too is the amount of volleyball that happens Monday through, I mean, it's every, you could be watching volleyball yeah. every day, which was not the case no. back in the day. Mm-hmm. It was Friday night. No, yeah. it's, re- it's really grown, you know, since I started, you know, and, and like I said, back when my sister played, uh, I was at games, but I don't remember it at all. I mean, mm. But, and even when I was in high school, we, like I said, they played before a boys' JV game. 
and then that first year I coached, we played the whole sum of 12 games. We didn't have a conference tournament. Right. Wow. So, uh, you know, now you got, you know, your class A's are playing dang near 50 ball games mm-hmm. in a year. Yeah, it's wild. So it's, yeah. it's really, you know, that's yeah. changed a lot. And then, of course, you know, back in my day when I was in high school, you didn't have camps. Mm-hmm. You didn't have weight room. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that's all right. changed over the course of time for the good of things. But yet kids, in some ways, don't get a chance to be a kid, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, they're all their time spent in a field or, you know, on a court. So, yeah, yeah. so true. Mm-hmm. And uh, we always <coughs> like to say one person that we're thankful for. Who is, I mean, there's probably a lot, but who today is one person you're thankful for? Well, I think it starts with your parents, but for mm-hmm. me anyway. But uh, Hoagie Carmichael is probably one of the reasons I wanted to coach. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had him from junior high to all the way through high school. So, mm-hmm. so you know, he was just good guy he just easy to get along with mm-hmm. you know he'd chew your butt out or whatever but uh he's just a real real good guy so and like i said having him all the way through is didn't have to switch with anybody else so mm-hmm. and then our whole new system or whatever and and that and of course at that time the pressure to win probably wasn't what it is today to win i think that's like that's changed mm-hmm. changed a lot so mm-hmm. That's, yeah. You know, and if you don't win as a coach, you're not going to have a job. It's pure, plain, simple. So. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Good point. Good point. Who are you thankful for, Lena? I am thankful for the girls on my little volleyball team. Not my Saints, but like, and my St. Pat's team, because they make me want to come back every day, even if maybe the situation the day before doesn't. How well, little are we talking? Uh, fifth grade. Okay. Yeah. I don't know if I can go down much further than that. It's that's a little bit more challenging, you know. Yeah, I do those little talk camps, and I'm like, whoa, somebody yeah. else can take my kids. Yeah, when well, you need to work Yikes. with just a beach ball, it's like that's a little, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a little rough. Yeah, but because they're still wanting to play just because they love it. Like they're not all out to win yet, you know, and mm-hmm. maybe that's the difference of, you know, our level of competition. But yeah, they're just, they make it fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll say, I'm going to say Traster. He hasn't oh, said no God, yet, yeah. so I'm pretty thankful for that. Well, that's why we're here. This uh-huh. is an intervention, and he's he needed support to be able to say <laughs> those words. Yeah, when he's, I ask him the next, yeah. are you ready to go on the road? He's on <laughs> our plot tomorrow, so he's like, wait a second, I got to call for my, I got I to drive the bus again. <laughs> oh my God, are you having him drive the bus? I should. That'll be the <laughs> next thing I ask him. Yeah. Doug Terry can't make it. <laughs> Jeez. Hope you have your CDL oh, renewed. <laughs> you better call somebody else. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, no. Oh, it's like you have to like, oh my goodness, you have to do so much stuff. Oh, find some good guy. stuff here. Well, thank you so much for jumping on here. Yeah. Well, thanks for asking me. You did really good. Didn't you know did, what to expect. So. This was yeah. fun. Yeah. And he smiled and giggled a lot. And I have not heard anyone say he giggles, I, but he really does a lot. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he probably doesn't as when he's coaching you because uh-huh. he said that was the bad thing if you laughed when you shanked one out. Yeah. So yeah, but no, he's, he's been great. Yeah. He's been great. Well, awesome. Well, thank you so much. And, um. See you later, probably. All right. All right. <laughs> Better do a good job. <laughs> he did. I'm so glad we got that. Oh, my that. gosh, yeah. <laughs> All right.